Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galena along with George Kurtz. Uh, I'm uh, filling in for the weekend for uh, my buddy Cam Stewart. I believe he's uh, in Vegas, George. Uh, and uh, I'm sure he's uh, placing some good bets out there. Yeah, Cam, has been, uh, Cam was on with us, uh, Gabe Mernsey and I on uh Game time decisions all week. Five o'clock he came on, and uh, which is nice of him, right? He's in <laughs> Vegas, which would be two o'clock Vegas time, but he's on us each uh-huh. day, uh, letting us know what's going on. Seems to be having a very good time. So uh, we wish Cam the he best. Deserves he, he deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it. He definitely deserves it. He's yeah. there with his brother. I think his mm-hmm. uh, his brother lives in Calgary, so they they don't see mm-hmm. each other all that often. I think Cam said once a year. So we hope Cam's having a good time. He'll be back for Monday's show, game time decisions with Gabe. So uh, Cam will return, and he'll be back, of course, next week with me from 11 to 2 on Weekend Fantasy Update. There you go. There you go. Uh, in the meantime, happy to be here. Happy uh, to be with you, George. Uh, and uh, so we'll be talking uh, fantasy baseball. Uh, maybe in a few minutes we'll take a look at the uh, early slate in uh, DFS. Uh, but uh, since, I mean, this this show uh, has a little bit more of a, a gambling uh, a slant to it, George, right, I guess? And uh, I you don't watch much TV. Do you, do you watch Jeopardy here and there? You mean the game show? Yeah. Uh, I mean, every. I mean, I like the show. I, yeah, I, I do yeah, like yeah. it. Uh, but I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it. But it would. Yeah, you know, I might mean, catch a couple right. of questions here. It and there depends on, on your schedule, good. right? Because it's on uh, where we uh, live in the Eastern uh, Time Zone. It's on uh, seven p.m. So I mean, uh, I've been lucky the to to be able to watch it recently as as we're eating dinner as a family. And there's a a, a champion, a seven day champion. His name is uh, James Hoshauer. Uh, he's a happens to be a Las Vegas resident and a seven day total of $414,035. And the the reason why I bring him up is that's a big number, uh, but uh, he's a professional sports gambler. And uh, so it's interesting to see, uh, you know, because we, you know, we we like to partake in in a better two here and there, but uh, you know, uh, know, he's, 
been very successful. It's interesting to watch this guy as he, uh, you know, it's when he hits a daily double, like the very specific as to the numbers that he uh, <laughs> that he puts down and, and he bets. And he gave a little a secret as to his success uh, to uh, on Jeopardy. He says it, he, he goes to the children's section of the library. He says it's a great way to learn the nuts and bolts of any subject. So, but I mean, that's nice of him to, to say that. But w- please give us your your gambling secrets, right? Uh, uh, you know. Get more likely that I'll be able to place a bet than then uh, get on Jeopardy. But uh, this guy, is, he's really something else. He's phenomenal. Yeah, I did hear that he uh, set the, uh, I guess, the record for the most money won in one, I guess, one day, one game. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I did hear 89,000, 158, yeah, was, yeah. I thought it was more than that, but uh, maybe it was. I thought it was in, in one day, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so, maybe you're right. Uh, I, I, I did, but I know it's um, seven I, days. I, I could be wrong. Seven days, almost half a million. <laughs> yeah. First off, I am proud of you that you can eat dinner as a family. Because right, we we <sighs> we try and do that. We do that maybe on Tuesdays, my family, because uh-huh. my wife works nights. So generally, you know, she has she mm-hmm. leaves the house at six thirty, which means she gets up. You know, she sleeps till uh, six o'clock. So uh, generally, I'm with mm-hmm. the kids, and right. I, I don't. That's you know, why I said we're, I was lucky. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, my oldest one's got volleyball, youngest one's got soccer and track, and you know, I got mm-hmm. shows to do. And so we're scrambling all over the place. So eating dinner as a family is rare, except for Taco Tuesdays, where we we make tacos here. And uh, isn't that funny? We so just had tacos this past Tuesday. We don't have them every Tuesday, but uh, it's been a while since we made tacos at home. So uh, yeah, that's, that's a staple. That's here. interesting that you brought that up. Yeah, every yeah, Tuesday. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we 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 enjoy the kids love the tacos, and uh, we make that. But let me tell you about my week, Joe. All right, let me tell you about my okay. week. Now, I've been, I want to hear. hear. I've been covering for Cam <laughs> on uh, with the with Gabe. And by the way, it's been ga- great to work yes. with Gabe. I've worked with him before, but I've never actually worked on a, on full shows with Gabe. Lots never had the pleasure. Uh, Hopefully, one day. Yeah, man, the man's crazy. But uh, that being mm-hmm. said, a lot of fun working with him. Uh, and before the first show on Monday, you know, and I'm doing the shows from home, and I'm in my man room. I look up <laughs> at my ceiling, and I, I see a bubble in the ceiling, uh, and that that's not good. Uh, that's not good. This is right. before the show, maybe half hour, and I, I'm like, oh crap, duh. there's a, there's a leak. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, so I, uh, and um, this this show is skyped, so I'm actually doing it where I, where I have everything set up. If you look really closely on the YouTube for Monday and Tuesday show, <laughs> you'll see a drip <laughs> to the left. I mean, it's not really noticeable unless you, unless you know it's there, unless you're paying attention. You should be able to see the drip. And I think during one right. show, I think it might have been the Tuesday show, you can actually see me moving. You know, slowly at the beginning of the show to get out of the way of the gym. I guess it's the Monday show. And uh, so that's mm-hmm. what happened here. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I, I had to rip my ceiling apart. I'm looking at it right now. It's uh, The leak is fixed. All right. So I got fixed the leak. Mm-hmm. And I had to take off the, uh, you know, the rotted uh, sheetrock out. And uh, now after this Today Show, I'm going to Home Depot, grab some more sheetrocks and spackle, and I will fix uh, the, hole, the hole in my roof, but, or the hole in the ceiling. But, uh, yeah, that's how yeah. my week has gone. You're a handy guy. I, 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 unfortunately, uh, I'm not as handy. I'd probably have to call someone. But uh, it, it, if you just change the sheetrock, um, isn't? I mean, do you know the where the problem problem emanates from? Like, you know, have you fixed that? Oh yeah, yeah. I, when I took the sheetrock out, I yeah, found okay. the leak. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, okay. Unf- unfortunately, in my house, I have what they call apex pipes, which were whatever mm-hmm. they were uh, built. This house is forty years old. I don't know if they were the original pipes. Maybe they, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. But these pipes were recalled because of mm-hmm. pinhole leaks. 
and I've had four, mm. listen, four or five of them now. So unfortunately, uh, this this happens. Uh, this is the first time it happened in a uh, in a ceiling. Generally, I've been lucky. It's happened in the boiler room. There's no ceiling. It's you know it leaks. It gets wet, and I gotta you know shop back up the wetness, dry it out, and away we go. Uh, mm. But yeah, uh, I know. Listen, dog, don't get wrong for the plumbing. I had to, I called somebody. I have a plumber. He came in to fix that. I, I can't fix the plumbing. But as far as the construction of the uh, putting up sheetrock, I mean, you do a smart thing. Get a dehumidifier. You dry everything out so you don't have to worry about any buckling of the hardwood floors above. And you don't want uh, dry mm-hmm. mold or you don't want mold or anything like that. So I did that for 48 right. hours. And Alex said after the show, go buy some sheetrock, measure it, you know, put it up, use some spackle, smooth it out. And then I'll paint over the next couple of days you know, to, to match it up. My, my ceiling, by the way, in the man room is Dallas Cowboy Silver. I'm not kidding. That's the name of the paint. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Even though I'm a giant fan, but uh, it's awesome. awesome. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, let's take a look. Some of these uh, lineups are coming through, George, and I wanted to take a quick look at uh, maybe uh, some, some players that you're looking at in the early slate uh, DFS-wise. Um, so, and uh, also, I guess we still have time to go over some of the results from last night. And then as the games, uh, we'll be on till uh, 2 p.m. So as the games get started, we have a couple of games starting at 105. Uh, the uh, Orioles uh, taking on the Red Sox. Uh, Andrew Kashner against Rick Porcello. So uh, Orioles uh, lineup looking like this. You have uh, VR uh, leading off. Trey Mancini, who's had a nice start to the season, batting second. Dwight Smith, left field. Renato New. Nunez, uh, clean up a DH, Rio Ruiz, third base, poor Chris Davis. And I, I, you know, it's, every time I, I say poor Chris Davis with a C, I remember how much money this guy's making. But uh, what is it? Is it up to 61 or so? Uh, uh where he hasn't had it. It's, it's it was up 57 there. before last night. So whatever he went last night, I don't know. If he did not go yeah, before, uh, that'd be 61. Yeah, I mean. Jeez. It is what it is. He's making so much money. They yeah. don't take him out of the lineup. Uh, obviously, he shouldn't be playing yeah. baseball anymore. And we, I think we've known that yeah. for at least a year, year and a half now that he's, he's just done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you do feel mm-hmm. bad for the guy. Just get a hit so we can stop talking about this. You know, I, right. I do feel bad. You know, that being said, you know, he's making $161 million. I'm not crushed about yeah. it. Right. Uh, it seems that his uh, home crowd, though, it, I guess they're kind of behind him a little bit, right? It's not like they're just booing him out of the place. I think everyone's just rooting for him to you know, get that monkey off his back. So uh, we'll see. But the, to the Orioles' credit, I guess they keep on rolling him out, right? They're going to get their money's worth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Hanser Alberto uh, playing second, batting seventh. Pedro Severino catching, uh, batting eighth. And Cedric Mullins, uh, center field, uh, batting ninth. For the Red Sox, uh, it goes this way, Benintendi bets Mitch Moreland, who uh, is DHing, but uh, also eligible at first base. He's probably gotten off to a pretty uh, hot start there, George. Mitch Moreland. He has. He's done this in the past. Uh, the man can hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can hit right-handed pitching yeah. here. So uh, I think the Red Sox are recognizing that he's hot. So we're putting him in the lineup, batting him third, and away we go here. He's another guy. You mentioned Gordon Moreland. I was put above Gordon, but same kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You can ride while he's hot. He's also the guy where. Even when he's not hot, I'm probably not releasing him, Joe, just benching him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he has a, almost like a, a floor, it seems, of just about 20 home runs, maybe a, on average, maybe a, I'm not looking at his stats right now, but probably like a 240 to 250 hitter. You know, serviceable for, let's say, uh, you know, th- there's a guy 
<laughs> we'll just mention real quick, Jesus Aguiar for the Brewers has really been slumping, right? Uh, the last I looked, he hadn't even had an uh, extra base hit. I mean, it might get to the point where maybe uh, he might uh, – I know that he was uh, – he sat – in favor of Eric uh, Thames on uh, on Wednesday, uh, it might end up uh, eventually if it gets bad enough. Maybe might even be a platoon situation. But hey, if you if you're looking to uh, maybe bench Jesus Aguiar and you have uh, uh, a move that you can make where you're not dropping someone uh, that's too valuable off your roster, Moreland's a guy that maybe uh, you could punch in there until Aguiar figures things out. Uh, yeah. I mean, he might be. You might have somebody else in your roster. Uh, but sure, Dep- I, I have yeah. no problem with Depends doing that. Depends on the size of your league, yeah. I actually worry about Aguilar for a couple of reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. One, he's a one-year wonder. So I always worry about guys like that, you know. And the second mm-hmm. reason I worry about him is that someone has to sit in Milwaukee anyway because they have too many guys for too few spots, right? They always have one extra guy right. there. And now that's, that's the easy choice. Now, it's, he's not hitting, though. They'll sit Aguilar. You know, play Braun. You know, you know Yellow isn't sitting. You know, Kane and those guys. Right. So uh, that always worries me about guys like that who uh, get up the slow starts and they're in, uh, you know, that four four guys for three spots situation. That uh, it's, just, it's just an easy choice for the manager to go, okay, you're sitting. Yeah, by the way, uh, he got his first extra base hit, I believe, last night with a double. So he's batting 125 to start the season. Woohoo! Uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, no uh, runs better in. But again, uh, uh, just, uh, you know, 40 at-bats, 11 games into the season. Uh if this happens in the in, in uh, let's say July, and then he picks up the pace again, you know this wouldn't be an issue, but uh, it happens, right? That's what we that's what we're here for to bring up these these trends and stuff. So uh, JD Martinez cleanup uh, for the Red Sox. Xander Bogarts uh, batting fifth. Uh, Pierce at first base today. Uh, the uh, World Series MVP, right? Uh, Rafael Devers, uh, uh, third base, batting seventh. Uh, Dustin Pedroia, uh, uh, batting eighth. And Christian Vasquez catching uh, for the Red Sox. And uh, talk about the Yankees real quick. Uh, CC Sabathia uh, making his uh, season debut for the Yankees against the Red Sox. Uh, White Sox. What am I saying? White Sox. Uh, Brett Gardner. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Brett Gardner leading off. Judge uh, DJ LeMayhew, Gleyber Torres uh, cleanup. Greg Bird uh, fifth playing first. Clint Frazier uh, batting sixth. Uh, Talkman. Talkman's interesting. Uh, if he could uh, batting lefty there, uh, interesting guy. Uh, you know, uh, Yankees have a way of uh, he. Picking up these players and, and and putting them in good situations where they could be successful. So the guy to just keep uh, in the back of your mind. Uh, He's and uh, hey, Gary, Sing- I, I wouldn't today, worry so. about talking. Yeah, but his first game yeah. of the week. I mean, it's silly anyway. Yeah, yeah. Clint Frazier should be in the lineup. He's a better player, <laughs> and uh, he is. Game, Boone seems Boone seems to get on players and he puts them in the lineup for whatever reason. Yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense when he does things like this. Could now be Brian Cashman putting the but- pushing the buttons, right? <laughs> Yeah, they they are that kind of organization. It could be bad. You're right. It could be yeah. pushing it. Not to mention he traded for him in spring training. But you know, I've talked yeah. about nothing so far while playing there. So uh, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be all that high on him. The Yankees have given up on Tyler Wade already. I mean, you're seeing that they mm-hmm. use the excuse that they want to put Lemayu back at second base and Urshela at third for better defense. But uh, they never give Tyler Wade much of a shot. Granted, Tyler Wade's done nothing in the early part of the season to prove he deserves one. He had a great spring training, and this pretty much sucks <laughs> since the season started. Uh, I know he got sent down. Mm-hmm. As soon as he got called up, he's been terrible. So, uh, But it would mm-hmm. be nice to see if you, you know, give this, give this poor guy a shot. But once again, when you get that shot, even a small sample, and you don't do much with it, you know, the Yankees tend to move on. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clint Frazier is playing, though. He's, he's DHing today, batting sixth. Uh, Talkman seventh. Uh, Kyle Higashioka uh, catching for the Yankees, batting eighth. And uh, Tyler Way, they're giving him one last shot today, uh, batting ninth and playing second. Uh, would you, Gary Sanchez uh, uh, on the IL doesn't look like it's going to be a long uh, stay on, on the IL, though, George. Yeah, we it? keep saying that with these Yankee players, by the way, and it keeps going in the other direction. <laughs> All right, I mean, uh, Severino, oh, man. And now it's June, July, you know, Batances, oh, mid-April, and now it's June, you know, so uh, I'm done predicting when these Yankee players will be back. Mm. Uh, for the White Sox, uh, old friend Ivan Nova starting against the Yankees. Uh, Lurie Garcia uh, leading off Tim Anderson, gotten off to a nice start uh, this season. Uh, Jose Abreu batting third. Yonder Alonso, cleanup DH. Yoen Mancada uh, batting fifth, third base. Eloy Jimenez hit his first couple of home runs last night uh, and batting sixth. Uh, Wellington Castillo uh, catching. Jose Rondon playing second, batting eighth. And uh, Adam Engel, uh, Sean's cousin, uh, batting ninth and playing center field. Yay. And then, uh, well, we, got, we got CC on the I mean, I, I'm worried about CC. Uh, what, 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 yeah, what are your realistic expectations for him this season? Uh, how many innings do you think he gives you? Uh, I don't know, 130, somewhere around there. He's a five, six inning guy. Another guy's going to tax that bullpen. That bullpen that right now can't get anybody out. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, when we come back, we're going to take a look at some uh, DFS lineups, get George's takes on uh, what he's doing in the early slate. You're listening to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, little ACDC's Hell's Bells. Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina in for Cam Stewart, along with George Kurtz uh, today. Uh, lineups uh, trickling in. We'll go over some. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, some uh, waiver wire moves that you might want to make. Uh, maybe even sneak in some football talk as well. There's been some uh, football news uh, this week. Uh, football always in the news. And uh, so, George, have you had a chance to take a look at uh, some uh, DFS options? Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, early slate. Uh, well, at least what the uh, DraftKings is calling the early slate. Um, two pitchers that, that I'm that I'm interested in just because uh, putting them t- together. Um, 
you know, you have uh, one that's more expensive and one that's more moderately priced that I think has a good matchup. I, I like uh, Snell against uh, Toronto. Toronto's offense has been, you know, a little little shaky, we'll, we'll say. Uh, Snell, uh, 10,007. <laughs> yeah, I try to be a little bit more. You know, I don't, I don't want to insult our Toronto friends out there, right? But uh, yeah, uh, Snell is uh, ten thousand seven hundred uh, on uh, DraftKings, and uh, on DraftKings you have to pl- start two uh, pitchers, and uh, I'm kind of liking uh, Michael Pineda at seventy eight hundred uh, against. Uh, uh, Detroit, I, uh, Detroit. I believe they're batting 188 against right-handed pitching this season. Uh, I guess they suck. Socks. They do. <laughs> they do. Detroit sucks. Toronto sucks. Uh, listen, there are a lot mm-hmm. of bad teams. A lot of bad teams. All right. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with you there. I have no problem with either guy there. Mm-hmm. If you want to go in that direction, uh, Michael Pineda, he's pitched well. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll go long. I think they're still building him up there. So you're looking at five, mm-hmm. six innings. That's the, my only worry there. It's also a brutal game in Minnesota. I mean, it's going to be mm-hmm. 37 degrees. All right? That's not baseball weather. That's not hitting weather. It's just not good. I, I, think I always get the major advantage for pitchers when you see this. You know, 37 degrees, they're going to play. Uh, 2 o'clock start on the East Coast here. So, uh, yes, I'm on board with your Pineda. we got to save money somewhere, right? We can't keep spending on everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Snell against Toronto, that, that, that's chalk. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all going to want yeah, him. It doesn't there. hurt uh, to he, put. Yeah. yeah here he and should, there, he right? Be fine I mean, so let, let's say you want to find somebody else, though. Uh, for some, you don't want to spend ten thousand seven hundred on uh, on Snell. Let's say you want to go for somebody. Mm-hmm. That's where it gets more intriguing. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, let me tell you something, right? Madison Bumgarner pitching at home against Colorado. I was shocked when I looked at Colorado's numbers at the plate. As a team, they're batting two hundred four. Uh, with a 578 OPS. Crazy. They're not hitting. <laughs> they're not, they're not yeah. hitting at all. But you're not saving a lot of money there. He's 9,200. 9,200, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the issue there. I might go Freeland, 8,200. Mm-hmm. Giants can't hit either. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So I think I might go Freeland, and Freeland's a decent pitcher there. So I might go Freeland. I could be talking to What Hendricks. about Tyson Ross? 6,700. I, I know it, I, the Detroit offense is, is, isn't uh, all that's cracked up to be. Would you uh, take a chance on, on? Well, he's going up against Minnesota, so mm-hmm. win to be tough to come by. And I like that when I getting my starting pitcher, I want to have at least a pretty good chance at a win. And that Minnesota offense can mm-hmm. hit. I mean, granted, the weather is horrific, but that Minnesota offense can mm-hmm. hit. And Nelson Cruz will finally get to play again. Remember Nelson Cruz, who hasn't played in like a week. You know, because they kept playing in the National yeah. League ballparks there. So he'll be back in there. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going Tyson Ross. Uh, like I said, I think okay. I can go as low as Hendricks at 7,400 against the Los Angeles Angels. The Troutless Los Angeles Angels. Remember, no, right, I was going to say that. Perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's out for the weekend. Now, I might want to check where the wind's blowing. It was blowing out mm-hmm. yesterday. I mean, what, a Contreras uh, and, uh, and Rizzo with their three home runs hit over what, 1,500 feet in home runs? God, they were mm-hmm. crushing balls yesterday. <laughs> uh, so uh, might want to check that. But uh, I'm leaning towards, like I said, Snell. It's hard not to go with Snell. That, that's chalk. I mean, ten thousand. It's expensive, but mm-hmm. it's chalk. It's uh, it, he's he's gonna have a great game. So I'm leaning Snell, right. and then it'll depend when I put together the rest of my lineup how much I need to spell uh, to save. Freeland at eighty-two, Hendricks at seventy-four. After that, I mean, if I need to find another guy here, I'm not seeing anybody. You know, I'm just not seeing anybody that I'm going with here. So I may have to go cheap at my offense. All right. Uh, what about we'll play uh, you have? Uh, Could go either way. There you go. What? Yeah. What? 
What do you like at FanDuel? Well, FanDuel, you only need to start one pitcher. Right. Uh, so Pineda's 8,600 8, uh, on the early yeah. slate. Yeah. So you can do it a little differently at FanDuel if you only want to start one. And uh, I, I, I told you wrong, I like starting two. I do like it, so uh, mm-hmm. I'll stick with uh, DraftKings here. But there have been days, Joe, where I'll, I'm going like, you know what? I can't find two. I just can't find it. You know, so screw it. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Uh, I'll I'll go to FanDuel then. You know, which is fine. That's why you shop around in some ways. That's the same thing you do with gambling, right? You shop right. around at different sites. Make sure you get the uh, the line you want there. Uh, just don't assume that every site has the same line. That's so untrue. I know that from shopping around myself. You can find different uh, different lines. I mean, a lot of different lines from mm-hmm. one site to the next. Where you know you'll go get. You know, you'll lose a half point or gain a half point, depending on which way you're going for here, or just get better odds. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so you you mentioned uh, uh, the Chicago Cubs and the the wind blowing out yesterday. They ended up uh, beating the uh, Tratless Angels five to one. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Wilson Contreras. Uh, their catcher was uh, three for four. Uh, he hit a, a home run as well yesterday. You mentioned uh, Rizzo. Two. With the, uh, Oh, he had two, and then uh, uh, Rizzo, one for four with uh, two ribbies and a home run. Uh, let's see, any other uh, notable uh, Pujols, two for four? Is he notable anymore on the Angels' side? No, not really. I don't think I would call Pujols notable anymore. Uh, certainly the Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. but really, he's uh, another guy's going to drag down that team with that long contract. Camels had, uh, Hamels had a nice start for the uh, Cubbies. Uh, this is something you don't see very often. He went eight innings, George. <laughs> Gave up just uh, the, the, the eight innings is amazing in this uh, uh, day and age, right? Six strikeouts uh, in, in eight innings, uh, one earned run. Uh, got the win. He's now 2-0. and He did. Uh, once again, it was against the Troutless Angels. So you take that with a grain of salt there. It's a team without much firepower, without Trout. So uh, mm-hmm. it's still good to see. I was wondering... I mean, I, didn't, I don't know how many pitches he threw in the eighth. I know he had 94 going into the eighth. I was wondering if they would give him a shot at the shutout in the ninth inning. But uh, no, not to be. Cubs bullpen uh, a little shaky, right? Maybe you think that that's uh, one of the reasons a why A little he, shaky? Uh, Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a theme of Tell today's show. Tell us how show. you really feel, Sucks. George. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I okay. generally don't have a problem right. with that. No problem telling mm-hmm. you how I really feel. None at all. <laughs> uh, Pirates beat the Nationals six to three. Pirates seven to five. Uh, Nationals six and six. Stolly Morte. Uh, I was looking at his, uh, you know, that that expected batting average uh, stat that the uh, Statcast has. You know, the MLB stuff. Uh, and so I know we got off to a tough start, but things are looking up for him. He went two for five yesterday. Uh, two runs batted in. Uh, still just batting uh, two forty five uh, for the uh, Pirates. And uh, let's see what uh, Trevor Williams uh, pitched 6.1 innings for them, gave up two runs, getting off to a nice start, uh, only had three strikeouts, uh, but uh, season-long ERA 2.45, walked three, George. Um, Let's see, on the uh, Washington side, uh, man, Anthony Rendon. It's just been on fire. Uh, has been killing the Mets. Has basically killing uh, Major League pitching. Batting four twenty six, uh, two for five yesterday. Uh, I think he hit a dinger. Yep. Rendon hit two as well. Yeah, that seems to be the theme. Rendon's right. interesting because are they going to pay him? 
are they going to pay this man his money? All right, because he's, he's a free it. agent as well. He's worth it. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what he's going to want. I don't think he's not going to get three hundred million, but he's a guy mm-hmm. who could uh, certainly approach two hundred. And you wonder, are they going to pay him? Are they going to let him walk too? You know, they mm-hmm. pretty much insulted Harper with their offer to Harper that was going to what defer money until he was eighty-two, I believe. I mean, wow. Uh, so, are they going to pay Rendon? You know, I guess a lot of that could depend on how this year goes. Uh, obviously, how Rendon plays, but also how the team plays. You know, the fans are going to react to all this. But I'm curious if they're going to pay this man. I think they should. Uh, uh, you know, he, early on in his career had some uh, injury issues, right? But, I mean, uh, arguably one of the top uh, few third basemen in baseball. So um, if they want to, you know, compete for the long haul, I mean, they're going to have to pick and choose who they hold on to. And uh, I know they get some uh, contracts that are going to be coming up for them uh, down the road. But uh, uh, Patrick Corbin, who spurned the Yankees and signed with the Nationals, uh, seven innings yesterday, 11 strikeouts, even helped out his cause, George, uh, by uh, going two for two yesterday. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say he spurned the Yankees. I mean, hey, Washington overpaid. $140 million they gave the man, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I'm not going to say he spurned the Yanks. Uh, Yankees weren't coming anywhere near that. you know. So, hey, it mm-hmm. is what it is. I'm sure the Yankees wish they did have him, but uh, they don't. So such is life. Uh, as for Corbin, a good, solid SP 2-3 to three in fantasy. Somebody who should, uh, should mm-hmm. do well. I might worry about him against the better teams. And, uh, you know, the Phillies and Philly, probably avoiding that. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding the Phillies and Philly against every team. That, that park's a bam box. Wait till, the, wait till the weather heats up and we get even more home runs, which seems to be the story of this mm-hmm. year, by the way. You mentioned it. Where the story of today is over to uh, the guys with two home runs yesterday. The story of the season is going to be home runs. Right now, they're on a pace. I understand it's only three weeks into the season. Okay, I get it. But right now, we're on a pace to obliterate, and I mean obliterate, the home run record. Mm. Uh, Mariners hitting tons of home runs. Uh, A's uh, hitting their share of home runs. The Dodgers, of course. Uh, we'll see. Uh, so Phillies, uh, you mentioned the Phillies. Phillies beat the Marlins as they should. Phillies are now eight and four. Uh, Marlins three and eleven. Phillies beat the Marlins nine to one. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon uh, three for four uh, with three runs batted in. Uh, Kutch uh, hit his third home run of the season. Uh, Segura three for five yesterday. Um, Two for five day for our man uh, Bryce Harper. Seem, uh, two for five day for Rio Muto. Seems like every uh, player that they've acquired in the offseason had a day for them yesterday. Who'd they play? Yeah, no. I know, the Marlins. Arietta Sucks. <laughs> he sucks? Arietta is actually okay. I, grabbed him, I was able to grant him late in a lot of fantasy leagues, mainly because it's the Phillies. Yes, I worry about that ballpark. Mm-hmm. I know my ratios are going to take a hit. But uh, I think if I use him appropriately, you know, I uh, make sure I pay attention to weekly lineup leagues, so I make sure I pay attention to where and when he's starting, that I, I'll be okay mm-hmm. with Arietta. Obviously, listen, you start everybody and their mother against Miami. That team's, gonna, that team's horrendous. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I, I think if I'm careful, you'll be okay with Arietta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven innings pitched yesterday. And granted, it's against the Marlins. One earned run and eight strikeouts. Uh, uh, the Marlins side, really not much to say, uh, but um, Alcantara, uh, he's he's going to have uh, his days. I mean, he's got, uh, I think he's got a bright future, Alcantara, uh, for him. Uh, but uh, only pitched uh, five innings, six earned runs, six Ks, two walks uh, for Alcantara. 
Yeah, a little disappointing. He started off strong in that game. He had three strikeouts through two innings, and then pretty much the wheels fell off. Yeah, but Alcantara, uh, listen, the Marlins better hope he comes out to be a good pitcher because that's the only thing they've gotten back in all these deals. The Stanton deal, the Ozuna deal, the Yelich deal. The only thing they may have to show for it is Alcantara. I mean, maybe Princeton develops into something, maybe he doesn't. But uh, other than that, it's not looking too pretty. Hmm. Uh, athletics or the A's. Their friends call them the A's. <laughs> Beat the Rangers eight to six. They're now ten and eight. Uh, Rangers are six and seven. Uh, Chris Davis with a K, uh, one for four, two runs better. It became the first uh, player in the majors with double-digit home runs. George with his tenth. Yeah, he doesn't suck. He's actually pretty good. No, he doesn't. Uh, yeah, he's he's been great. I mean, I think what any almost any stat you find any time period you want to look at over the past three years, he has the most home runs during it. Yeah, you know, like the last mm-hmm. three years, most home runs. This last September, most home runs. This year, most. I mean, the man can hit. The man just can hit. You make a mistake, he's going to park it in the left field seats. It's really that simple. There. Uh, I think Milwaukee gave him away for nothing. Uh, imagine if they kept this guy too. How many home runs he yeah. hit in that ballpark? Yeah. I mean, I he's, he's hitting these in Oakland where the ball doesn't travel. Imagine what he would do in mm-hmm. Miller Park, where it's uh, one, it's, you know, pretty much Philadelphia North. So uh, he's a must. Crush Davis. He's crushing. Yes. Uh, not much pitching in this game. Uh, you had uh, Fires starting for the A's. Uh, say it. Sucks. Uh, six earned runs. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Yeah. I'm afraid. I, I was yeah. trying not to. I really was. I was trying not to. But uh, mm-hmm. I think, what, he's made four starts this year. Maybe five because he had the extra one. Four or five. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he's been more lousy than good. That's <laughs> really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Uh He's a softball pitcher. If he's not perfect, he's going to get wrecked. And he's gotten wrecked a whole lot this year. He's another guy. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. He pitches in Oakland. You know you're going to get some wins there because they can hit. But he's going to, I mean, he's going to, he's going to destroy your ratios. Hmm. Uh, for the Rangers, you have uh, uh, Shinsu Chu, uh, three for five uh, yesterday. Uh, Andrus, two for four, uh, three RBI. Uh, he hit a home run. And uh, Asdrubal Cabrera, one for three with a home run as well. I need him to get going because I have him on a couple teams. I picked him up late uh, as a corner infielder, batting just 190 on the season. But uh, I'm confident he's always come through uh, with uh, basically uh, he's like a 20 home run kind of guy. Uh, but uh, I need more out of him, George. <laughs> we need more, maybe we ought to bench him, wake him up a little bit, teach him a lesson yeah. uh, about these things. We all we all need more out of our players, Joe. We we really do. We all need more. I need more. <laughs> uh, Astros beat the Mariners ten to six. Astros nine to five. Mariners thirteen and three. Actually, fell asleep watching this game. Uh, Springer two for five, two ribbies. Altuve two for five, uh, four ribbies. Uh, Guriel uh, playing third base uh, with uh, Bregman. Uh, hopefully, he comes back soon. Uh, three for five with four ribbies on the Mariners side. Malik Smith two for five. Hanniger two for five. Domingo Santana just keeps on getting it done. Two for four with three runs batted in. Uh, home runs in this game. Uh, let's see, Guriel hit his first. Springer with his fourth. Altuve looks like he's got the home run hitting shoes on again this season. His sixth. Certainly of late he does, right? He destroyed the Yankees this week yeah. with home runs. Another one mm-hmm. last night. Uh, this, we discussed this game with Gabe yesterday. I thought this was an easy over. You know, with uh, Wade LeBlanc and Wade Miley. Uh, the battle of the Wades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought he, management crushing all season long with runs. And I thought the uh, 
Diaz will take care of business against uh, LeBlanc as well here. So no shock that a lot of runs are scored in this game. No shock at all. Mm. All right. So when we come back, we'll keep on breaking down a little bit of yesterday's action. I want to take a look at uh, I know that it's the end of the week. We're all looking to see uh, what players are being moved or picked up off the waiver wire. So uh, uh, get George's take on a few names. And uh, we'll talk some football uh, in the next hour as well. (laughs) Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm George Kurtz, joined by the Fantasy Jesus, Joe Galena. Joe's filling in for Cam Stewart. Cam will be back next Saturday. Cam's in Vegas. Cam's having a, we hope he's having a good time. I think he's having a good time. Sound like he's having a good time. I'm sure he is, yeah. I I hope so, right? And uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, of course. So, uh, like I said, we'll we'll, uh, we'll welcome Cam back next uh, next Saturday. He'll be back Monday, though, with uh, Gabe Morency on Game Time Decisions. So, with Major League Baseball season in full swing, it's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto FanDuel or DraftKings $1 million tournament winner or become one of the countless number of people who have won a gaudy pile of Benjamins using Daily Roto's lineup optimizers. If you are playing MLB, DFS, and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather update, fantasy projections, the use of lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. And you really should be using that optimizer, by the way. Uh, that optimizer, it's a tool like any other. I'm not saying it's the Bible, but it gives you a pretty good idea. I mean, it really does give you a good, good idea. I'm not saying I always agree with it. And there are times where the, the pitcher picks out Joe. I'm not a big fan, but uh, it's a tool. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think Absolutely. It's a Listen, you use it, you, tell, you look at the lineup, if you like it, great. You know, no. your work's done. It's doing the work for you. Mm-hmm. If not, and you have some personal opinions, we all have our personal opinions. Then you go, we uh, use a little bit of both here. So I think the uh, lineup optimizer is a good thing. Agreed. I used it throughout the entire football season, starting to use it now for baseball, playing a little DFS here and there, having some fun. Uh, you know, just adds a little flavor to the games. So, yeah, an uh, indispensable, uh, indispensable tool. But, right, use it the way you can use it to your uh, benefit. If you uh, just want to use it as a reference point, 
it's perfect if you want to there's even a, a tons of uh, suggested lineups that you could use if you don't want to do any work at all <laughs> Yeah, like I said, it, it's a tool like any other, and you should be using it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I'll be using tools Absolutely. later to fix my ceiling, Joe. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, and, uh, I'll, be, I'll be doing it while watching the Yankee game, by the way. So if the Yankees are sucking, I'll probably have holes, more holes in my ceiling. From, yeah, exactly. Uh, You'll make more holes by uh, banging the hammer through the wall, right? Exactly, yeah. So I uh, won't, won't be happy about this. You know, it's, it's not putting up the sheetrock. That's the problem. Not, that's easy. You measure it out, you put it up. It's, it's not that difficult. It's a ceiling, so I'll need help from my wife to help me out a little bit. I think I have a friend coming over, too, that'll, uh, that'll help out. The problem is the spackle, you know, putting the spackle on. The taping, waiting right? Waiting for it to dry. The seams. Right. Yes, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the issue. And to making it look good, mm-hmm. that's, that's more the problem here. So uh, it's, it's more time-consuming than anything else. You know, I can wait for it to dry, smooth it out, do it again. Da, da, da. Then you got to paint it, a couple of coats, my cowboy silver, which, by the way, you, you, you can buy any team, any team's color you want. You know, you're a giant fan. You can buy giant blue at the Home Depot. They'll have it. You know, that, that's where I got mine. It was, uh, it was, it was great. I got, my walls are Yankee blue. You could, you could say it's Dallas Cowboy blue, too, when the Dallas mm-hmm. wears their uh, road jerseys, but it's technically it's Yankee blue. Yeah, they're both kind of mm-hmm. navy, right? Yeah, that's a right. navy blue right. kind of. Both, yeah. both dark blue. Mm-hmm. It's not really a Cowboy color. It's their away jerseys. The Cowboy color is really white mm-hmm. and, uh, and and silver as well. So uh, that that's what mm-hmm. it is. By the way, it wasn't even my idea to make the walls and the ceiling this color. It was actually my wife's idea. Which if anybody wow, knows my wife. You my wife's a great not, wife. It, 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 she just came up with it. You know, I'm like, wow, that's a good because we we wanted to paint the wall. I asked her what color. She goes, well, why don't you uh, you know, why don't you paint uh, your sport, your your favorite team's colors? And my wife's not a my mm-hmm. wife is not a sports fan, so it was like she was uh, in uh, into this. She didn't care, but she was like, yeah, go paint the you should paint the walls of the Yankee color and the ceiling cowboy color. You know, I couldn't mm-hmm. do the islanders. The island, the orange was gonna be a little rough for the man room, so I wasn't doing any islander colors in here. So uh, mm-hmm. that's how that came about. So Joe, you mentioned. Uh, there's been some football news this week, right? We have the NFL draft mm-hmm. in a little less than two weeks now, and uh, I look forward yep. to a draft. You know, that, that Thursday night I'll make sure I'm home, even though my, the Cowboys don't have a first-round pick, Joe. It's, uh, it's uh. sad. No first-round picks for the Cowboys. So let's get your opinion on, uh, on the Cardinals. Are they taking Kyler Murray? I think they are. Uh, you know, I mean, too many rumors not to uh, think that they're going to be doing this. The question is, uh, where does Josh Rosen go? And uh, when do they affect that that trade? I mean, we were talking about this w- with uh, Mike Blewett earlier. I mean, uh, uh, Giants could be in play for Josh Rosen. Uh, Redskins could be in play for a Josh Rosen. Maybe even the, the Broncos, right? I mean, uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. But I think that he does end up with uh, the Cardinals and uh, Bosa uh, goes to the 49ers. And the 49ers would be thrilled uh, to get Bosa. That was actually going to be my next question to you, or sort of my mm-hmm, next question mm-hmm. to you. You're, you're a Giant fan. Now, yeah. we had Jim Day on last week. Jim Day was on with, uh, with I, I don't know, maybe I've been Cam and I, uh, whatever. But I asked him this because he's I think giant. with us. He was with, on with us uh, last Sunday. So he was on with us. So I'm going to ask yeah, you the yeah. same question I asked Jim. All the shows you know, bleed together. <laughs> they, they do. You forget who you're with. Uh, <laughs> you, look, I know your name. Uh, look, I'm going to start calling mm-hmm. you Gabe. Uh, so anyway, uh, you're a Giant fan. Do you yeah. want the Giants to trade for Josh Rosen? I mean, and uh, let's say it takes that second first-round pick you have. Not the sixth pick, the 17th overall pick. That's what it'll take to get Rosen. You know, uh, let's say, and let's say just for giggles here, the Redskins, a team in your own division, they're a team you're up against. They, have, they haven't over the 15th pick, mm-hmm. obviously, that would beat yours, but they've offered, I don't know, their second and fifth. But mm-hmm. the Cardinals go to you, well, you give us your 17th, that gets the deal done. 
Do you want Rosen? And would you make that deal? I would. Uh, for my 17th, and the reason being is, look, you know, and I mentioned this with with Mike earlier, uh, last year's uh, quarterback class was considered to be like one of the strongest in recent uh, NFL history, uh, and next year's class is also considered to be a pretty strong one. This one isn't. So, I mean, the uh, Giants have been uh, linked to possibly taking uh, Daniel Jones with that 17th pick. Uh, there's the connection. Uh, between uh, his coach and and the Mannings and then you know Eli and and uh, and Peyton, uh, but uh, look the, the 17th round pick. I mean 17th pick overall. Uh, getting uh, the uh, a, 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 who was considered a first round pick uh, last season. Look, if it doesn't work out. Uh, and the Giants uh, are uh, terrible again. I know that they can't really guarantee what pick they're going to have next year, but uh, with next season being considered uh, a season where you could have a stronger quarterback class than this one, I think it's worth taking a shot on on Rosen. Uh, Look, you know, I I think that part of Rosen's problems last year, uh, and Blewett said this earlier, I don't think any quarterback could have succeeded with that team, with that offensive line, with that supporting cast uh, from last season. So uh, I think you really can't fairly grade him on uh, what he did last year. I agree with both your points. Both of your points. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I did grading him over last year. I mean, it's, it's a first year anyway. The team wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. He didn't have many, many, many weapons around him. Weapon, weapon, right. Weapon. right. Uh, so I think mm-hmm. it's unfair to, to grade him. I'd pay the price. Your second first round pick. I wouldn't get up the sixth overall. But I'd got, you know, with the sixth mm-hmm. overall, I'm probably, play, uh, probably selecting the best pass rusher there is. And with that second mm-hmm, pick, mm-hmm. I, I'll take a, a Rosen if that's what it took. I hope it, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm a Giant fan or I'm a Giant, if I'm a Giant fan, I would hope it takes less than that. Maybe a second uh, pick. You know, maybe that sixth uh, mm-hmm. would be 38th. The 38th overall pick, maybe that could get it done. But uh, you need a quarterback in the future there. Rosen's still highly yes, regarded. no doubt. So uh, and we know mm-hmm. the Cardinals are going to move him because I agree with you as well. I think Kyler Murray is going to be drafted by uh, the Cardinals. I think right now that's the, like, mm-hmm. the best unknown, best unkept secret right now is that they want Murray. Uh, Kingsbury is there. He loves Murray. We know that. So I think they end up taking him. And I don't blame the Cardinals for doing it either, by the way, because in my mind, this is the NFL. If you, you, have, you need a quarterback to win, and if you believe this is the man – and you draft him regardless of what you did last year. If, they, uh, if Murray is uh, Kingsbury's man, you go and you select him. Another interesting thing mm-hmm. I want to point out here, Joe, get your opinion on this. The Vikings yesterday, they signed uh, Adam Thielen to a four-year, $64 mm-hmm. million dollar contract extension. And I always like to point out things like this. All right, Thielen's getting, uh, that comes out to, what, $16 million a year? You know, uh, so him and Diggs, they're making a combined over $30 million a year. We all know Kirk Cousins is getting $28 million a year. So between these, uh, between these three players, that's about $60 million in cap room. This is for a team that has said over and over this offseason they want to run the ball more. I find this hilarious. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, th- one of their issues last year, uh, and we spoke about this earlier, was uh, the- their offensive line. So uh, <laughs> you're right. I mean w- – Sixty million. I mean, uh, basically, I mean they do have uh, a, a running back who, uh, basically, if he if he stays healthy, could get it done. But uh, uh, I get where you're going with this, man. <laughs> I just I said I just find it funny. 
You know, you say you mm-hmm. want to run the ball more, yet you're paying the, your top three skill positions for the passing game $60 million. And generally, it means you want to throw mm-hmm. the ball, right? You want to get the ball in their hands if that's sure. where your best options lie. I just, I just find this, uh, I, you want to call it ironic, uh, weird, whatever it is. So uh, I just want to point this out. Chris Hogan sure. signed with Carolina yesterday. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's Tom Brady throwing to next year? <laughs> uh, I'm serious. Who's he throwing to? His, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, look, there were rumors that, uh, you know, that before the uh, Giants extended uh, Sterling Shepard, that uh, Pats were interested in uh, in, in Shepard, uh, Shepard services. You're right. Who, who is he going to throw to? Um, I guess I mean, that kind of tips, that kind of, yeah, that kind of tips uh, to to what they might be looking to uh, a draft come, you know, come this, uh, in, in a couple of weeks, no? Well, they have a million picks, right? They have some, what, 12, 14 mm-hmm. picks in this draft. Uh, so I guess that could help somewhat. But everything we're hearing is that it's really only one receiver with a first-round grade. And I, I doubt that falls mm-hmm. to New England, even though it's, he's not a top-20 pick. He could fall to New England, or they could, certainly could trade up to get him if they like him. But this team, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, no Gronk. Uh, now obviously, Hogan's gone. Uh, Edelman's there, of course. So, so he'll, he'll be fine, but... Austin Safari I mean, Jenkins. <laughs> yay! They're safe. Isn't he, isn't he the perfect? Yeah, isn't he the perfect uh, kind of a guy that the Patriots would go after? Uh, you know, a fairly high draft pick, uh, a lot of talent, but just hasn't uh, you know put it on the field yet. I mean, uh, you know, they've taken chances on players in the past. Uh, you know, uh, Josh Gordon, and it worked out for a little while, but then eventually it didn't. So uh, it looks, you know. Th- th- Safarian Jenkins basically saying all the right things right now, you know, you know, saying, hey, you know, when he's asked, why'd you accept this deal? You know, look, I'm going to be uh, playing with, with with Brady, you know, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, the Pats do uh, during this draft. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, other than Edelman, uh, you know, Philip Dorsett, is this going to be his time? I don't know. Ick. Edelman, Dorsett, <laughs> Bruce Ellington, Maurice Harris, mm-hmm. Braxton Berrios, Matthew Slater, someone named Damone Patterson, and Josh Gordon suspended too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that that's their receiving core. I mean, wow, they, they've mm-hmm. got they've got some moves to make here. And maybe it's gonna be a heavy running team. I don't know. It's Sony Michelle. Uh, maybe maybe they turn with, some uh, of these Tom picks Brady. and they trade. Uh, you think they should trade for a marginal uh, wide receiver? You know, like we mentioned, they have tons of uh, picks in this draft. But then again, that's their strength is using these tons of picks over the years uh, and finding, you know, that, that under the uh, radar kind of guy. I mean, I'm, I'm looking now. I'm looking, are there any receivers available that could possibly go after here? Uh, I don't see anybody. I mean, they did bring in Demarius Thomas this week. You know, he was brought in mm-hmm. coming off the Achilles tear. Uh, I don't think they'll give Des Bryant a look also an Achilles tear. You know, but once again, I guess two, those two veterans, as far as being on the free agent market, uh, they could certainly mm-hmm. take a shot at. Uh, but I, I don't see it. I just don't see it here where there's somebody out there. I, I'm going team by team here, and I, I don't see anybody that's going to be available that they could uh, trade with. And, but I think they they got to draft multiple receivers in the draft and hope one hits with all these picks or trade mm-hmm. up to get the one guy they like. But that's also hard to just all, all of a sudden assume. In the draft, the wide receivers or rookies, wide receivers aren't like running backs. Running backs, okay, if you're good, hit the hole. As long as you can pick up the blitz, you're going to have to play. Wide receivers need to know right. so much. The route tree, be the hot read. Will you be where Tom Brady expects you to be? 
you know, all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's going. I just don't know if that's going to work out as far as uh, in the draft. I, I think they have to get somebody who can help them immediately. I, I really do. And I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if I see that there. So uh, it's a little, little scary for me. A little scary as to what's going on here. Uh, all week, really, and that's been going on. I think we, I talked about it a little bit last weekend as well. With the uh, the Bleacher Report about Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, very unflattering to both people. <laughs> uh, Rodgers pretty much comes out this week and says it's all lies that you know, and you know, you could compare it to a marriage. You've been together 10, 12 years. Of course, you're gonna have some fights. Da 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 da. All of which is probably true. The truth, by the way, is somewhere in the middle here, as far as the article and sure. what uh, Always Aaron Rodgers said. Mm-hmm. But does this change your opinion at all, as far as drafting? I mean, uh, uh, are you worried about Aaron Rodgers this year? Uh, who's your first quarterback off the – I'll ask this. Who's your first quarterback off the board? Because you, you might say Pat Mahomes, but we don't know what's going on with Tyreek Hill either. So you're drafting tomorrow, and you could say, you know, you're know you in a two-quarterback league too, and you want a top quarterback. Who is your top quarterback? Mm. Uh, before the Tyreek Hill news came out, yeah, I would have considered, uh, you know, because I usually like like many of us in this uh, industry, you know, I like to wait for my quarterbacks till you know sixth, seventh, eighth, you know, sometimes even ninth round. It, it was going to be Mahomes uh, in the, uh, you know, maybe I would I would pay like a third round price for him, you know, maybe take my first two, uh, you know, uh, bell cow running backs and then and then go after Mahomes. And when we had Jim Day on last week, he, he kind of made it seem like uh, there might be. Uh, that Hill might get exonerated, that there might be some evidence where maybe you know, he wasn't even in town when what he's accused of doing uh, happened. So uh, I'm still in on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, Devontae Adams, uh, one of the top, if not the top wide receiver, probably top three. No, I mean, no, I'm still in on Rodgers. Uh, are you worried about Rodgers based on this article? No, not really. I do have the number one pick in a friends and family league. And uh, it's a two-quarterback league. And I will tell you quarterback mm-hmm. at number one. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind mm-hmm. because uh, it, it's six points for a touchdown pass. Two quarterbacks dominate this, so I have no choice. And I will have to make this decision. Now, once again, this is a normal draft, though. It's not too long. So I'll, we'll, we'll know all the information. Now, I know I remember what Jim said last week. You were, you were correct about uh, that Hill may be exonerated because he wasn't in town. This story's been going on mm-hmm. for over a month. If he was out of town, yeah. why hasn't it come out already? This would be fairly right. easy to prove that you weren't even in that town. So I'm surprised that I mean his lawyer would have said this. Well, hey, he was in you know, boy, you know, whatever. He was in Smith, yeah, Illinois. Boise, Idaho. When this happened, <laughs> Boise, Idaho. It wasn't yeah, even yeah. here. Yeah. It should be easy to prove. So I'm not so sure how true that is, but it's it's just weird because we haven't heard a damn thing, nothing. Right. In what at least three four weeks now. So I, I find that strange. No Tyreek Hill is very concerning for me. I'm sure it is for you too. No. <laughs> Be concerning for me. I'd have trouble taking uh, automatically taking Mahomes here. I don't think I would yeah, do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, all right. Little uh, little Mike Jackson. Weekend fantasy update. I'm George Kurtz. Sean Angle behind the glass. Joe Gleaner in for Cam.